going to jump straight in then? Just jump straight in. Okay. I mean, usually we cut okay. a funny part from later on in the episode to go at the start. I know it's normally from us just chatting shit at the beginning. All right, then we can chat shit. But I, we don't have to. <laughs> we can just go straight in. Every, you want, it was just off. Who's everybody's favorite character? That I might have never the names. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, Matt is my favorite character, but like. I have other favorites. He's just my fave favorite. Who would you who would you um want to be friends with in real life? Let's do that instead. Oh not Matt. I mean like I kind of would, but also I'd be like, no, I'm gonna get killed or something. <laughs> You'd be like too much drama happens around you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Yeah. Alex. Hello, and I'm yeah. happy to be on this podcast. Uh, for me, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Um, oh God. So my instinct is is just Rand because I, yeah. I love Rand. Um, but I kind of would want. I don't know. I, I almost want Rand as a client, uh, as uh, you know, for me being a therapist. Uh, I kind of I kind of want him more as a client maybe than I think I want him as a friend. I feel like. Okay. Uh, there are certain conversations you get to have that I would like to have with him. <laughs> uh, so in terms of friends, um, I, I think I'd like Nynaeve as a friend, actually, because I, I think I think there's... Uh, she would organise your life for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd like to, to bring some balance to her. And I think she'd maybe help me out in some of my shortcomings as well. So, yeah, I think I think I'd go with Nynaeve. And she'd always remember when your dentist well. appointment was, you know? She'd be like, you have a dentist on Friday. You'd be like, oh, shit, I do. I don't know. I, I like something about uh, uh, girls that disapprove of me. I, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like that's that's kind of her shit. I feel like that's the clip we're going to put at the beginning. We <laughs> <laughs> found it. <laughs> but it's also the most you thing that you have ever said. <laughs> we rate the dads. We rate the dads. We rate the dads, we rate the dads, we rate the dads. We rate the dads, we rate the dads, we rate the dads. We rate the dads, we rate the dads. We rate the dads, dads, dads. Hello, and welcome to We Rate the Dads. I'm Danny. I'm Julia. And I'm Alex. Special guest for Special guest. Real Time. I'm privileged, I'm honoured. You should be. Just let's make that clear. Were, were there many contenders? You. Mm, okay, okay. Not really. <laughs> yeah, 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 it doesn't sound like much of a privilege there. <laughs> okay. Everybody, but, well, we could have, we maybe could have had Tom, but I don't know. <laughs> I he hasn't read the books though, because we're doing, we're doing specifically he... books only today, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I thought you oh, had read them. I'll try and suppress the rumours that I've heard uh, from colouring my um my opinions. That's okay. You can when we when we've all immediately binge watched the TV show. Yeah. Like the day it comes out, then you can. Well, I think it's it, I think it's only the first three episodes or something, and then it's oh, staggered. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Why can't they just? I I like that binge watching life. Yeah. I don't I don't do well with like having to commit to watching the same thing. Mm-hmm. Regular day. That's true. 
We could we okay. could get that we can re we can oh whatever it is. I want to say reanimate the WhatsApp, but I don't think that's the right word for it. And we can group watch it or something. <laughs> I, I see I see my my skepticism has been communicated to you by Julia. Only a little bit. <laughs> Mostly just about your opinions on the trailer, which I disagreed with, but that's just sure. fine. Um yeah, yeah. So um for, Anybody that's listening to us has absolutely no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Um, there's a uh, switch off the podcast now. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> okay, thank you. Just going to just continue to spiral. You, terrible, stuff you don't know. It will be great. <laughs> It'll be like that time we did the Summerillion, which was fantastic. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and I never read it, so. For the ride, right? Yeah, so there is a, a new TV show about to come out on Amazon Prime that's based on a series of books called The Wheel of Time, and um, it's a big, it's a big series of books. <laughs> There's 14 books <laughs> that are all like probably average, like what, like 900 pages, 800 pages. Um, some of the early ones are a little bit shorter, and the later ones are like over a thousand, and they use that thin thin bible paper so they can volume. <laughs> um yeah so naturally we had to sort of uh reincarnate the podcast to talk about this because it's a book series that's one of my favorites um i have read it several times and i know danny has have you actually read it more than once or have you just read it one time I have read it, I think I've read up to book seven at least three times, and then I always stop for some reason, and I don't know why, maybe I just get distracted by something else, but I have read the whole thing. It, it um, is very rereadable, I mean, I have, I've re reread a couple of series, but never as many times as I've reread Wheel of Time. Mm. Yeah, I think just because there's so much in it, right, you like, if it's something shorter, mm. to reread it you're kind of like, oh, this is not going to entertain me for very long, you know, whereas here you've got like, it's a big stack of comfort reading that I know, yeah. you know. And and I, I, I noticed with each reread, I sort of experience the series as a whole in a different way. Like, you know, the first time you're just following along book by book and it's hard to sort of stitch it all together. Mm. So much detail. And then, and then the next time you sort of are waiting for events to happen and then you realise, oh God, there was actually a pretty decent build-up to this. It was set up. It wasn't just random. That, that sort of thing. Yeah, fair enough. I usually kind of don't reread it again until a very long time right. from when I last read it. So I don't necessarily always do that. I'm just more like, it's a bit more fresh. Sure. And it's like, oh, I've forgotten what happens next. Yeah. Yeah. I've always like, oh, this that. person did that. Oh, this was a different person. I thought this was this person. And it turns out they're a different one that did it. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that always. And then I forget about it again. It just surprises me next time around. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I reread it like I say relatively recently. This was in the summer and it's over. So, a few months ago. Um, we were, we've been planning to make this episode for ages and we just haven't around to it. Um, so, I think I've got like a few notes once we get into the jab chat. Um, I don't know about everybody else. You've got like... I have no notes. I'm being you from the Cimmerillion. Oh, yes. The tables have turned. 
<laughs> I don't have any notes either, apart from the sort of... Just all up here. In, yeah, yeah it's, it's, all, it's all up in, in your brain. You've the got... encyclopedia of, of, of opinions in my in my uh, head. But I did, uh, like you, Julie, I did reread it um, recently, the series. Cool. Good. Well, we'll fresh. have some, some semi-accurate description. Yeah. Probably no, a few mistakes where we're like, this happened totally like this. And then it... Uh, so feel free to write in and be like, you've got it all wrong. Yeah. Just blame me because it's probably my fault. Um, anyway, right, we should probably go over the dad rating for Alex. Mm -hmm. sure. I don't know how much I have explained this prior to actually recording. No. We should explain to the listeners as well. Yeah. Uh, Danny, you want to do this? You're always better at it than me. Sure. Uh, so we have we have four ratings. We have a flatliner, which means like we don't really get enough info to make a decision. They could be dead. They could just be, well, absence speaks for itself, but yeah, like it's there. We don't get enough info in the story to make a decision. We've got just no, which is like, uh, would it give them a baby at all if I had a choice about it? With it like talking Thanos from the uh, the Marvel films, it's just bad. Shouldn't do it. Uh, we've got complex, which um, they could do with reading a parenting book, but they're they're either like trying their best. Or like maybe they're doing okay, but they got like a serious flaw. And then you've got valid, which is they're just doing a good job. Right. They're doing a pretty good job. Which so um, doesn't to say that it's flawless. They could just be trying very hard and have a small flaw, but they are sort of you know they want the best for their kids and stuff. Are we gonna are we gonna give um, Elaine uh, a mummy rating? We're gonna do a special <laughs> episode on mums. We could come right. back to her. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We always get tempted, like, to do a mum sure. every episode, and then, but we we're sticking to our guns here. No, I don't know. She's just pretty reckless with those uh, those babes of hers. Yeah, she is. But there's 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 some some dad stuff I want to say about Lane. But sure, sure. There's no <laughs> Sure. What's the first of your list, Jules? <laughs> uh, she's probably not the first on my list to, to talk about her dad. Um, <laughs> shitty dad anyway yeah right let's 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 actually maybe give like a kind of a brief i say brief brief in air quotes synopsis of like the big oh the wheel of time have you read the hero's journey it's like that but really long <laughs> isn't isn't jordan's sort of brief something like cultures clash cope is, is basically his his, his synopsis yeah, that doesn't mean anything to anybody. No, 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 no. The wheel turns, the dragon is reborn. But I, but I think it's, I think it's semi-accurate. I think, you know, it starts off with the, you know, the prophecies and the dragon chosen one and stuff like that, but it does eventually just become cultures clash, cope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does. Um, I think we probably just need to, like, introduce, like, sure, the main sure. And so we, when we talk about, you know, this person's dad. Mm -hmm then it makes sense kind of why it's important for the story and that sort of stuff so sure. I don't know would, would you feel confident having a go at that Alex since you are our resident expert today oh god um you get 10 sentences 10 sentences <laughs> oh god am I actually <laughs> but, <laughs> uh well yeah so wheel of time in my view is um it is very sort of in a, in a Tolkien-esque way, age-centric in the sense of this is the first age, this is the second age, and we're sort of replaying an eternal conflict um, in, in quite a classic fantasy sort of way. This is the, the, the cycle we're following. 
with the particular incarnation of the Chosen One, which is the, uh, the Dragon Reborn. Um, and there is a, a hope that this time it'll work out because the last times it hasn't gone very well. Um, and yeah, I suppose that's the, uh, the general gist of it, coping with the fallout of the failures of the past, trying to make the best of the present for the sake of a better future. For those who are, obviously nobody can watch this apart from me, but Danny did have 10 fingers up and we only got down to like... They were long sentences, but I they were long. about five. Okay, yeah, right. So some main characters, main cast, we have... I want, obviously, this is going to be very spoiler heavy. So um, we will try to keep it like a little bit to a minimum. If you are planning on watching the TV show and you haven't read the books and you don't know anything about it, I can say right now, probably wait until you've watched at least the first and, and then come back and listen to this because we're probably going to give a lot of stuff away that can keep mysterious and be like an important part of the plot of the first season. Can at we, least uh, tell from the trailers and stuff. So, Could we have like a, a non-spoiler section that's just our general thoughts about the series and then just say from now on, sure. full spoilers? Okay. Um, so like... So we can name like some of the characters that are just going to be introduced you know, okay. the big five, like, as it were, and, and, and that'll be the general intro, and then we'll go on to our general thoughts and then do full spoilers. Okay, that's, yeah, all right. That sounds like probably a good idea, because I think we're going to have to go for full spoilers to explain, like, some of the significance. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, cool. All right, so, um, the, like, the main characters in uh, the world of time, I say this main characters, there's a lot of characters, but... Um... <laughs> I'm sure the main character on this is at least 20. <laughs> Yeah, but we're like, we'll stick to the, this like the, the big five. Um, okay. We've got Randall Thor, Matram Cawthon, and Perrin Ibarra. I'm going to butcher these names, but there we go. There are like kind of three um, sort of young men, like late teens, kind of then throughout the series progressing into adulthood um, that all come from the same village. And then there's Aguina uh, Vir, who is also, but she's a young woman from the same village about the same age. And then uh, Nanive Almira, who is from there, but a little bit older than the rest of them. She so. could babysit them. She's probably like yeah. 10 years older than them. It's applied that uh, he's kind of like in her mid-20s. Yeah, yeah. 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 And kudos, you got all of my, well, actually, I've recently switched to a Gwen rather than a Gwen, but you got you got the others how I say it. I'm going to go with the green because I like it. No, no. <laughs> but it's, I, I mean, we'll watch the show and they'll probably pronounce them all. Mm. So there we go. Um, yeah, and they are kind of going on this journey and adventure, uh, in air quotes, adventure. Um, and it's mostly about them and their journeys, but there are other important characters that you then pick up along the way, um, which we'll probably introduce later once we get into sure. full spoiler range. Cool. Everybody happy with that? Anything to add? No, no, I think that's no. good. Good. All right. Um, I, guess, I guess it might be odd for... Um perspective show watchers that we haven't mentioned Moraine since she's front and center. Oh yeah, okay. So Moraine and who are Moraine is the sort of catalyst for the whole for the book, the first book, in that she Damn comes in yeah. and um blows shit up <laughs> metaphorically. Yeah. Um I didn't and the real reason I didn't really mention her is because I guess there's not a huge amount necessarily to say dad. About her dad? <laughs> Yeah, although we probably could talk about Lan's dad a bit. That's like deep backstory. Mari has a dad, right? She's like, but is he in he one of them. 
is it oh no i thought her dad was he was he was like the only one in her family who was fairly okay he was just a bit um inventory crazy right i don't Am really I remember this is this from new spring because i haven't read about that in ages mm, i think so also kind of backstory is he was one of the he's one of the royal family because moraine's one of the royal family yeah. right yeah that yeah. he he was maybe like slightly okay so they like murdered him or am i forgetting that wrong no, I, I do vaguely remember something uh, mentioned about him specifically. I know her mum isn't mentioned um, mm. very much. I'm getting a kind of like train dad vibe from my memory of him. Yeah, like he yeah. was obsessed with model trains or something so like something, that. Something like he was he's kind of a, a, a bit adorable and he, he yeah. has his own preoccupations, but he's not a worldly, he's not like immersed in, in yeah, the, yeah. the game of houses in, in Kyron. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I guess that's, that's Maureen's dad. We can rate him. Late. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I want to say valid. I mean, we don't flatliner probably we should do, but we really, but from the info we get, she seemed fairly fond of him, which is saying something for Marie. <laughs> I, I mean, I think she's turned out pretty well. Who likes well to keep her, uh, who likes to keep her emotions in a box and put that oh. in another box and put it in another box, <laughs> throw it's it into the ocean. Typical, typical blue, uh, uh, I said I, but I, I reckon, you know, you, you've got to yeah. assume some decent parenting has gone on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a certain amount of disgust for the her. rest of her family, and she yeah. likes her dad. So yeah. I think that yeah. says something. Yeah, when you when you first kind of meet her, you're like, oh, you're like a little bit insane, and this is a lot mm. going, and you're like very intense, and you kind of maybe I don't know for most people, but I think generally the impression is that you don't like Maureen in the beginning, and then you like meet the rest of the eyes. Sorry, you're like, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. <laughs> I, I like I like Moraine a lot in New Spring, actually. She's, yeah, she's yeah. great in that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um she yeah, she's she's you're a bit like, can you just tell me what's going on? And she's like, you can't handle it. And then you get to it and you're like, I couldn't handle it, Moraine, you were right. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. I'm I'm tempted to go with Ballad as well then. Let's okay. let's put him down with Ballad, even though we can't remember it anymore. And it's about him. We're being very lax in our ratings. Cool. All right. Our podcast yours. Nobody. What? Who are they going to? Are they going to arrest us? The podcast is going to come and be like, "You're under arrest for not following your own rules." Uh, no. But just, I feel like we should be at least like semi consistent. Are, so are you guys normally harsher then with your with your rating system? Um. Normally, I don't like. I tend to be like really mean or really nice. I'm not. Right. Okay. I'm just, I'm just figuring out how I should approach it. <laughs> you do, you say whatever you want to say. If you disagree with our aims, by all means, just be like, nah, you're wrong. So that's fine. So um, next. Um, uh, I, I don't know how much we can do more like general stuff. I know that there's like, the some of the, the main five characters that we mentioned at the beginning, there's not a lot of kind of parental stuff. That, that is valid, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's you, like, you, my son is a rascal and I'm going to put him on the straight and narrow. <laughs> if Matt Cawthorn was my son and I didn't murder him, I would be valid. Yeah, and, and some, some of uh, Matt's good traits, I, I assume, uh, come from, from his dad in terms of sort of <laughs> being a bit of a rogue, but also ultimately at the end of the day, being dependable, caring yeah, about yeah. animals, you know, the horse um, uh, background yeah. and stuff like that. So he's, he's clearly passed on some good traits. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we don't really 
meet him very much. No. And when we do meet him, it's it's in like sort of a separate circumstance and that's not around and you don't. Yeah, I think I think there's there's a question of how how much can you sort of assume from when he's not being a dad that he carries that over. Like he could be horrendously abusive. <laughs> I feel like that would have been mentioned. Yeah, Matt yeah. sees he always talks about like his dad is like my dad. He's he, he, like his dad is clearly an important figure to him, and that mm. he's slightly afraid of him. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh my dad. Well, <laughs> he's gonna find out. Isn't isn't there some stuff about kind of oh I feel like my dad's gonna force me to take up the horse trade. Mm, I don't really remember that. That I, think, I do remember him talking about it later when he gets more yeah. with. I like, kind of read it as his dad just wanted him to get a job and stop yeah, thinking yeah, about <laughs> get a job, you lazy bum. Anyway, <laughs> right. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Uh, general. So we did we put a rating for Matt? Yeah, Danny said valid. I think no, it's valid. I, I think valid. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm I'm willing to agree with the majority here. Um, I probably would have said flatliner. I'm just imagining that as a child and the stress that that would put a parent under. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure Matt probably has ADHD or something like that because he's just like, <laughs> what's the best thing that feels like the right thing to do? I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. It's just straight for it. Well, I don't know. So so what, what's the rating just below valid? Complex, complex you could say. Uh, I don't think we have enough to say complex. Mm. Um, okay, and then, like, Neneve, you don't learn anything about her. No, right? no, not at all. You're supposed to assume that they are dead. Yeah. But... So her, dad, her dad wanted her to be a boy, or he taught her how to do boy stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she knew how to track and things. Yeah. Yeah, but they're never in it, right? Then. No. Yeah. Or something. Non-featured. I, I, um, I guess I do wonder with uh, Nynaeve, because... In, in the book, she's she's definitely got a lot of insecurity, um, mm. sort of uncertainly about how to manage her emotions and things like that. And I, it does make me wonder where that comes from. Obviously, it can just come from your own experiences, but I, I wonder if maybe wanting her to be a boy or something along those lines could influence yeah. that. Yeah, and always wanting to be taken seriously, mm. like such a big motivation for her, and people don't take her seriously. Yeah. Um, so that that could also be part of it. Should we maybe say complex? I could say flatliner. I don't. Know I'd say flatliner. I think we would need we need at least to have kind of maybe met him in. Okay. Okay. Or get her thoughts on him, kind sure. of thing. Yeah. She doesn't really do like a lot of reminiscing. No. Okay. No. No. Um. So I'd go flatliner as well. Yeah, and then also for Perrin like the more father figure that he dad's the blacksmith yeah, like his, yeah. his dad in the story yeah, like, yeah. He, 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 doesn't he live with the blacksmith actually. Mm. yeah 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 um so and he also kind of always is referring back to him as like mm. the during the person that he doesn't want to disappoint or the person that you know taught him something or mm. a, a wise saying Heron loves his like Master Lillian also always used to say this sort of moments and then kind of, yeah, I don't know, roll with it. Lillian said you should always wash your hands after you go to the toilet. <laughs> That's why I always do. If I remember the, the blacksmith's name's um, Peral. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his last yeah, name. Yeah. Let, let me get the Wikipedia open. That's probably a cool thing to do at the beginning of this. Um, 
I guess I guess for me, considering the fact that he the parents always sort of the shy kind of reserved guy to, to me it's, it's it's pretty admirable that he channeled parent towards blacksmithing to bring something out of them mm. yeah um because you can clearly see sort of later in the series and i won't say the details but those few moments when we do have him blacksmithing he has a lot of peace and sort of calm that i don't think he has in his general day-to-day -day life so i think clearly there's some yeah. good lessons being learned from dad. Not dad, yeah. but dad. <laughs> yeah. His father figure, yeah. as it were. Yeah, I my, I frozen again, haven't I? No, are you back? Yeah, okay. yeah you're back. Sorry. Yeah. All right. You guys are close for me. I assume that I have frozen. So I, I'm going to go with valid for Haral. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I 100% agree. Okay. Definitely a valid. I already have them down on my list as valid. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. And we have a green stand who's like the mayor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I quite like him um, as a guy. I think uh, I think he's um, a bit of a, a, a sort of a pushover. And I think maybe um, some of yeah. that may have come into Egwene. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's not a bad guy. Yeah, so it's Brown Alvia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't see, again, you don't see much in terms of like her interaction. I don't, right? He doesn't, he, just, he also doesn't seem to know really what's going on with her. He just thinks she's going to get married or whatever to Rand. And then she's like, actually, Dad, I'm going to go be a witch. And he's like, oh, what? He doesn't stop her, though. He, I don't think there's ever a moment when, uh, you know... The, no, he doesn't, no. She's going to go off, that she, he's like, no. Mm. Yeah, he's very supportive. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just generally kind of a supportive character. He's supportive of everybody. Yeah. Um, that kind of, like, warm personality you get when you, you sort of yeah. see him. I guess air quotes on screen, as it were. Yeah. Um, for, for me, I, I think I'm going to go complex just because I want him to be a bit more assertive as a parent because I do think that um it, it shapes Egwene's sort of outlook and behavior and, and I'm not a massive fan of some of those uh, attributes oh yeah we know well I say we know I know <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know I think I'd probably put him down as valid tentatively yeah. again I don't think yeah. we see enough but no there's not anything there where I'm, I feel like he's doing something negative. No, certainly not actively. No, not actively. And yeah, again, like, we really. He's don't... running a busy, he's a bear, he's running an inn, he's very busy. He can't be oh. like a greenhouse today. What you do if it's your dream? Let's talk about your dreams for the future, kind of thing. It's very unusual for her to go off and be a witch. And she might never have done it if Moraine hadn't shown up. And being like, hi, I'm a witch. And Green was it was face was like, oh, well, that's what I want to be, kind of thing. And but I, like I, the Katie Tunstall song, you know. Yeah. This one. Yeah, 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 that it, yeah. That's what I want to be, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, guess, yeah, yeah. I guess in a way there's an interesting dynamic because um sort of Nynaeve is initially a sort of pseudo-parental figure for a Gwen mm. at the beginning. Mm. And then that's a significant source of you know, conflict later on in the story. So, but it, yeah, yeah, I think Egwene's sort of parentage, in air quotes, including the, the wider stuff, is yeah. actually quite complex. 
Mm. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I think Egwene, she does have a tendency to be kind of pushy. Uh, but I don't think that comes from Bran. Is it Bran? Yeah, Bran. Bran. I think I, that probably comes from other influences. And I don't know. I mean, I think he does a pretty, well, I don't know. I kind of got the impression that it was a little bit to do with Maniv as well, because it would be like, yeah. you know, she's mentored her mm-hmm. and she her and sees her as this authority. And Maniv is like very pushy. And she's very pushy. Yeah, like that's the leadership. That's how a queen sees um, like a like a woman taking charge. Yeah. She's modeling herself yeah. after that, as opposed yeah. to her dad. <laughs> well, maybe we won't provide that role model, but provides a and, nice- And her, her mum, like her actual biological mum is fairly like, yeah, you know, Bran is the, the, the mayor, but you know, I, I'm, I, actually. I, I'm actually, yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's got a lot of models uh, in that way, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, tentatively. Um, cool, and then we get onto Rand's dad and then- Yeah, we'll... like, absolute, <gasps> shad mother. <laughs> <laughs> Best dad, yeah. I mean, really? I think maybe and rare in fantasy as well. Yeah, we have a good, solid, consistent parental figure. Yeah, I remember getting very like annoyed with the book at one point. The books at one stage. I don't remember where he comes in, but he like appears briefly for like a chapter. I'm like, oh, this is nice. (laughs) Ah, a sane person has come back into the books. (laughs) Oh, it's nice again. That good dad energy. Like, and, and he, he definitely does, he, he dads it with Ran. Like, he properly yeah. old school, he's actually quite firm with him. It, yeah. And that, that's sort of why some of my attitude toward Bran is like, oh, I kind of wish Bran had maybe a bit of that. Um, because that's I, not one I, way to be a dad. You could be a dad in sure, different sure. ways. It's, uh, <laughs> just how well you do it. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, with Bran's dad as well, He's he's not he's still not like a super big character in the sense that we don't get a lot of him, but it's obviously way more important for the plot. Yeah, and like Matt's dad, we do see him in like a separate circumstance where Rand's not around, and it's not about him being a dad, and it's you know who is he as a person. I I must admit, I'm I'm quite keen in the show to see more of of Tam Rand. Mm -hmm. Because he's he's a pretty worldly sort of guy and is actually interwoven into the plot in in some quite significant ways. Oh yeah, definitely. I think, but I kind of enjoyed learning a lot more of that backstory later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be difficult to do it right at the beginning. And it's good because it's like like as you grow up, you learn more about your parents and who they were before mm-hmm. they had you, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's quite good for a for. Rand to have that uncertainty of being like, is he actually my dad or something? I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a good for his story to have that kind of internal conflict, and then you find out more about Tam later as like Rand's worldview expands. Yeah. He like learns that things are more complex, and he realizes his dad's his dad is more complex a person as well. Because yeah. mm. when you're 18, you're like, my parents didn't exist before they had me. <laughs> Yeah. The sole purpose time, in life was to have me so that I could be here now, you know, and then you <clears throat> post teenage years, you become slightly less selfish. Should we go full, full spoilers of this bit? Because I feel like we can't yeah, really. No, no, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think, well, I mean, do you, do you want to share your turn of general thoughts for prospective readers? 
what's good, maybe what to watch out for, depending on what kind of reader you are? I mean, not really, like, I, I, do we normally do that, Danny? We normally just no. talk about that. Uh, we just normally uh, talk uh, about the dads. Oh, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go with you guys then. We yeah. Can it, spoilers if you want. Because it's not a super, like, it's not really a recommendations podcast. Sure, sure. Uh, or we could do some other minor characters first and then go into full spoilers right at the very end. Would that make more sense? Yeah. Let's do that, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave Tam for now, even sure. though there's a lot more. We, give, we rated him valid, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 100%, yes. Most valid. He's, he's the top the of our list of valid. <laughs> ever, right, yeah? Um, all right, so other dads. Um, I have, like, a small list of ones that I wanted to talk about. Sure. Um, so I wanted to talk about, like, Elaine and, like, a complicated family dynamic that she has. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I just know. <laughs> I don't give a shit about my children. Yeah, he's kind of a dick, but there we go. Um, and did he try to murder his wife? Is that spoilers? I can't remember. Is that him? His mom. Yeah, no. He and he wanted to take the throne for himself and be like the first king of Andor. Yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean. I didn't mean Elaine's mom. I meant his previous wife. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, cool. And then. Um, Marries Morgase and you know has some some additional sprogs. Mm. Um, he does make the most attractive man ever though from his point. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if that helps him be not just though though. I don't think it does. I mean, Galad is also kind of turns out pretty fucked up. He sorts no the other one, and he and he gets his head on straight a little bit, but he he's weird ass. He's idea. just too Javeri. He's just like there's only. I have to, you have to do the right thing all of the time. He's too, too. He's not. He's brittle. I, I quite like the lad actually. So um, I think he's a great character. Yeah. I just think, like, based on how he kind of turned out as a person, I'm not necessarily sure this is a good reflection on any parenting that he had. I, I think he turns out pretty well, honestly. That's all right. I wouldn't want to be friends with him though. I'd be like casual friends at school, but he would also like. Yeah, if you were at school, he would like call you out on your uniform. He'd be like, I just, I just, it untucked itself. My shirt untucked itself. I'm tucking it in right now. He'd be like, you still get a penalty. I'd be like, it's literally been five seconds. Yeah, he'd, he'd, like, call, still- he'd call you out for sure, but he's he's probably one of the most dependable characters oh, yeah. in terms of who you'd want in your corner. If you, if you, as long as you feel like you are doing the right thing and he's not going to turn on you. Sure. Like you wouldn't yeah. want him to call. You wouldn't call him to get rid of a body with you. You'd be like, sure, sure. I messed up." He'd be like, "I'm calling the police." <laughs> yeah, I'm going to prison. Yeah, yeah. So this, in case, uh, like, complete rambling has just gone over everybody's head. Glad. Sure. No, but we're kind of cutting this out because of spoilers. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I thought we were just cutting out the bit where I mentioned oh. something that I shouldn't have mentioned, and then the rest okay. of it, was, like. Yeah, Mugase got married to this guy and he already had a kid. He did already have a kid. He already had a kid uh, and then, then they had two more kids. Two more. And Let- he kind of ignored the two younger ones, right? Yeah. Kind of- more or less, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think favoritism puts you in just no category pretty much right away. Yeah. So yeah. We have already had this conversation many times. Um, so I, I think we have to kind of stick with that rule. Um, and then like... There's also, I guess, if we're kind of considering the whole the family as a whole, mm. so we've got um, what was even his name? He was one of the damageheads, but I can't remember. Like, who? Sorry, um, Elaine's actual biological dad. Oh, isn't that the same guy? 
Yeah, no, I just wanted to know what his name was because you haven't actually mentioned it yet. Oh, I don't remember. Let me check. I don't know. This is why I've got the wiki open. Boris. <laughs> his name is not Boris. I can, like, guarantee you <laughs> Boris. I bet you 50 quid. It's not Boris. Um... <laughs> Parangale, isn't it? Parangale, that sounds right. Yeah. I think it was, was, a, was a T. Um, cool. So, yeah. Um... All right, yeah, so, yeah. Right, so he's a pretty shitty dad to Elaine and Gwyn. Yeah. And kind of not a great dad to Glad either. And then he dies conveniently. Um, yeah. And it's no more. And then Morgase has, like, a bunch of, like... Lovers. Yeah, lovers, like, serious... Consorts. ...relationships. Yeah. Um, that, to a certain extent, provide kind of, like, a dad role, I guess. Yeah. There's Tom... Um, and then there's also, uh, what's... She would never let them discipline her kids, though. She'd be like, they're my kids. You get out oh, yeah. of that palace. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean that they can't offer, like, advice and, like, mentorship. Sure. But they're just That's not allowed answer. to be, like... I don't think, I don't think no. she would like them. I don't think she would want her kids to see them as a parental figure. But, I mean, they could offer that. Maybe not, but I mean, it's clear from Elaine that Tom was. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a big influence on her. Yeah. Interesting that you don't really get much of Tom's influence on Garwin or, or Galat. You don't get any of that, really. Uh, I don't think they ever meet in Canada again, right? Mm. Like, you don't... You just kind of hear about his relationship. Tom's always a bit of a ladies' fan, though. So, oh, like, sure, maybe yeah, he didn't yeah. give a shit about them. <laughs> Yeah, I, and they don't really share very many interests because Tom's more like all about culture and music and stab people and be yeah, like yeah. the best. Galad, like, how does ever. this? How does this bring justice? How does this? He'd be like, I'm gonna put on a play, and he'd be like, so lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God would totally be like that. It, it does make me wonder. I mean, like when we get Elaine having the more sort of some mischievous characteristics and sort of adventurous in a way that's different to Morgas, where it's yeah. sort of kind of playful and it does make you think like oh where where did that come from maybe some tom yeah because that. that is that is kind of his style yeah 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 Although the um complete disregard for her own personal safety i don't know where that one came from but sure, that sure. does become actually rather irritating as a character trait for like what's the end and i'm just like Maybe don't. Maybe just stay. <laughs> Narcissism, I'm joking. <laughs> so I, think, I think Tom's a complex one because you know he he does later on in the series when he crops back up. He does demonstrate, I think, with Elaine a really really good way of of navigating the the weird sort of Oedipal thing that uh, or Electra complex thing that's. Sort of yeah. Yeah, because she doesn't really remember him at first. No, no, no. And she just sort of flirts with him, and he's yeah. like, "Okay, this is." I, 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 really, I really like that. I think that that's real. That 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 is actually mm -hmm. a thing that can happen, um, and mm -hmm. I think he manages it quite well. But at the same time, he sort of ducked out and left her life, you know, when she was a child for mm -hmm. various reasons. Yeah, I mean, but he doesn't really have a choice about that. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Didn't Morgos put a prize on his head? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to blame him as being like an absent father figure yeah, when, yeah, like, so. if he tried to come back, he probably would have had his head chopped off. Oh, sure. Yeah. He feels quite guilty about his nephew as well, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and so he kind of acts a little bit as a, not for a long period of time, but he does act as a bit of a father figure to Rand and Matt. Mm-hmm. When oh yeah, they, I, I don't know, them. they wouldn't have made it to Camelin without him. No, exactly. And he's like, shows a total willingness to like put himself on the line, like, and put himself in danger to help other people. Mm-hmm. Then when he's kind of acting as that father figure for them, so. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think no matter how mischievous or sort of, flaky maybe he seems I think he, he does so much good dadding throughout mm. the series for various yeah. characters that I think I think it's valid for me yeah yeah I would I would put him down as valid um I think um, I think he would I think if you tried to call him a dad he would be like absolutely yeah. <laughs> and run away <laughs> yeah so he's like Matt in that regard he's just like yeah. I have any responsibilities what are you doing yeah. i'm not going to do good things so, as he's making breakfast for his five children i don't have any responsibility i'm a free agent i can do whatever i want and then, I then, then he the, the, the temerity later on in the series to be like oh matt you're behaving more responsibly you know that's unusual for you <laughs> completely disregarding the fact that he's still hypocritical for the same reason yeah it's good then um yeah, cool. And what about, uh, would we rate Gareth Bryan as, like, her father figure for Elaine as well? Because he is, at the beginning of the series, Maurice's kind of, like, current love interest oh, slash. Um, he's stern I, dad, though, right? He's, like. He's, he's military dad. He's, he, he, so yeah. these, are your, these are your responsibilities uh, as queen. He's, he's actually more daddy. Yeah. Than to Garwin. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Garwin. Yeah, what's his face? The the two I was... boys. I think he has more of an influence on the two boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, well, I would so more so on Gawain, I would say, because Galad's a bit older and I think yeah, yeah, yeah. by the time Gareth Brown turns up, he's more for Galad, it's more like, oh you're a respected military. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're the good standard, well done sort of thing. Um, yeah. But I think he he's later on in the series when we get um Gareth sort of dadding with with Garwin. It, it is very good. I think. Yeah. He just sort of gives him a bit of a reality check. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, but it's it's a it's a reality check that's like, look, I, I understand that it's difficult. I have first-hand experience of sort of being the secondary figure in, in yeah. another person's life. So it, it kind of comes from a place of compassion rather than just like pull yourself up by your bootstraps, son. And he was also the person that Gawain is most likely to listen to on that as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. said to it to him, he would just be like, no, I, you know, what I wanted to do is the right thing to do, or whatever, or you don't understand. Um, but, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, valid. I, I think it's valid. Yeah. Valid, yeah. Grand, grand, grand. Um, other dads. We could talk a little bit about Lan's dad. I mean, it's not really super relevant considering that he basically is dead mm. from the beginning. But it's kind of interesting Lan backstory about how it's influenced his character rather than necessarily like who his dad was as a person and whether he was. Sure, sure. Or, like, when I think of Lan in terms of his parentage, I, I, I think maybe this is a weird thing to say, but I think of the entire kingdom that was lost mm. and his entire people sort of became you know i think also we have to talk about the soldier that raised him Eno. Yeah, yeah yeah what's his name i liked him he was fun yeah pseudo dad because there's another one that comes up in in new spring i don't know if that was 
one of the guys that raised him or one of just like a friend of his i think it is one of the ones that raised him yeah because they're like together at the beginning when you first i say first meet them but like chronologically the first time he's kind of introduced even though that's pretty cool um yeah i'm just um, trying to find the find the name of the guy yeah. is he like i think you the one that swears all the time right no uh, that's uno Uno, what's yeah, uh, Uno. Who's the who's the one who um, maybe I'm getting messed up. Yeah, I think there are the, too many characters. It pushes them all at each other, they all push each other out of my brain. Because a lot of those guys as well are not they just they know Lan, but I don't think they're Oh yeah, I don't right. know if Uno is one of the ones that raised him or if we just like they know him really well because uh Yeah, you're probably right. It's probably well, that he knew him. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, because it's the one of the yeah, because it's one of the guys that raised him. He gets right in the book. It's um. By somebody. Uh, I can't remember. It's B- uh, Bukama. Oh uh, yeah, because is he goes? Does he go right through? And is he? He gets killed. He gets killed. Yeah. And, and then, that's like and then that, that, that's, that stuff. that's the new spring, I think, and then and yeah. then land becomes Moraine's uh, water. Yeah. But I, I think you come as sort of good as a as a prototype of how the Malkier see Lan and sort of push <laughs> him to survive and influence his personality that way. Yeah. Would we what kind of rating though would we give for it? Because it's like complex. I mean yeah, it's, yeah, complex. it's complex. It's it's complex because it's a childhood based on grief and loss. Yeah. They put so much pressure on him to be what they to be their king even though he's like a baby like a mm. kid and they've always mm. raised him with that in mind it's a lot of pressure to put on i mean like, like land does not turn into a psychopath but he could very easily have just i don't know he, he sort of hones everything into just discipline and, it, and yeah. it, gets, it gets him by but there's so much pain beneath the surface yeah. there's a lot of emotional yeah. um intelligence going on in this yeah this little group that raised him Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'd definitely say complex. Okay, I will. I I actually I do kind of agree. Um, I as I said previously, I tend to be like super harsh on people. Or, <laughs> so I'm like. Mm. I mean, I, I think I think you can make an argument that it's um, pretty emotionally damaging. Mm. But I would say, given the circumstances, it's better the way it went. Yeah, they gave him the tools he needed to survive. They looked at what his life would be, and yeah. they 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 trained him. They gave him the skills that he needed to live. Yeah, and in that way, they were good parents, but they didn't give him the emotional tools yeah. that he needed to be a yeah. like a functional human in yeah, society, yeah. rather than in the life killing things. Wonder what would have happened to Lan if they were just like, let's go find some like like family like Hercules, yeah, where it's yeah. just like they have a killer skit then he'll be an- anonymous and grow up by himself um and not yeah. all of this pressure mm. of you know having to be a like a living symbol of a dead country essentially um because mm. uh, he could easily he, like he could very easily be the protagonist of a fantasy series by himself yeah, yeah for sure the classic um almost kind but of. Are, you, are you gonna go a bit harsher or are you gonna go with us in complex I feel like they could have made a lot better choices. Okay. 
So I'm going to go just now, but you, you got, I'm, I appreciate that I am outvoted. Yeah, no, that's fine. It will be complex, but there we go. Um, so I, I, a dad that I really like is, is Bashir. Yeah. Bashir. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, think he, I think he's a great dad. Fail, but also to, um, to um, Rand as well. Yeah, he doesn't. I really think he's a better dad to Rad than he is to Fail. Yeah, <laughs> Fail gets away with too much shit. The, the, if this is the exact situation with Egwene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the thing there's there's a bit of a difference there because of the circumstances. Like, yeah, sure. Fail's kind of in this royal family, sort of like a little bit off to the side. But she has a sort of expectation of what she should be doing. Well, F- fail, fail is rebelling against her mum. That's, mm. that's the main rebellion, yeah. and and um, Bashir is is sort of siding with mum and sort yeah. of trying to bring her under control, which I think is sort of helpful. But it's clearly not what works for her. No, like she needed something else. Yeah, I think, and neither of them were quite equipped. But but in terms of. Uh, him, he is much, much better in dealing with Fail when it comes to her relationship with, and we won't go into who that is, yeah. but in terms of managing that, you know, bringing this guy into the family sort of thing, he's quite good with that, actually. He's better with boys than he is with girls. Yeah, right? yeah, I think that's fair. Oh, yeah. I think that's fair. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know necessarily how much of, like, a very good father figure he actually is for Rand, though. Like, he is definitely better with Rand than I would say with Fail but I think there's very much this sort of subservient relationship as well. Well I, I don't know I mean he tackles the guy. He, does, he, he, he manages on. Rand I think right he there's yeah. a certain amount of like him he he's um for circumstances that we won't mention Rand is maybe not always cope with Mentis. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I think that Bashir kind of understands that he's also trying to like because he's like he understands how important it is that they make it through this crisis or whatever yeah. but he also like knows he's like trying to manage Rand and keep him not bonkers yeah and and, and yeah. I would say for me what pushes it over from personally is I think he cares about Rand beyond just Rand fulfilling the prophecies Oh, I, I definitely yeah. disagree on that side of things, but I I don't feel like, you know, like with like Tom as their, as a Rand father figure. He doesn't care as much as Tom. He, he ca- I think he wants, he, if he can get Rand through this alive, he will be like, we can do that. Will he, he would cheerfully sacrifice Rand to get through it though. Oh, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say that. No, I, I, I wouldn't say I don't feel like there's as much kind of like emotional closeness. Like, I feel like Tom has a very personal reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. sheer is just sort of like a generally would, decent person. But he, I think yeah, that, like he, he, he wouldn't would fuck um, Rand over or like, you know, deliberately put him in harm's way. But if he comes to choosing the population and saving Rand and saving a whole bunch of oh, people, yeah, yeah, he yeah, would yeah, pick sure. a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, he, it's, and, it's, and I think he would feel bad about it. It's, maybe, not, it's not a personal like, thing, but I think he, yeah. he is one of the better characters are actually empathizing with Rand as a leader. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and that's really yeah. important because you get someone like Cadswain who's rubbish at that. He's so terrible. Um, so, that, so that, that so I, I would consider him complex then I guess. 
Is this is this the really old um, witchy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the the one that we will not refer to as the other word that ends in itch. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. Um, no, I think I think, but I think that also Bashir, he he he, like he he knows what it is to be a leader, and he knows the sacrifices that you yeah. have to make it, and um, he's not so much like his purpose is to get people through this alive that's yeah. his job as a leader whereas tom is like taking a more personal view of yeah, 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 for sure. and tam yeah. taking a more personal view of rand they are worried about his mental well-being and his personage as a whole whether like bashir is like the people come first and that's a great thing in a leader sure. like we've had this convo with like king dads before where like their priority has to be their people rather than their child yeah. and that's I, I guess the, re the reason why I'm soft on him is because I reckon that Bashir and Tam would get on really well and would probably agree on, yeah. how, on how he treats Rand. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, I can, they, they, I think they would definitely... Um, but I'm happy to go Tam with would... rather rather yeah. than, than Valid. I think also Tam is, is kind of that balance point in between the two of them as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he has, I mean, it's not as important early on, but he does have experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he wouldn't yeah. sacrifice Rand for other people. Oh, but of course would. not. Exactly. So, like, that's kind of he's yeah in the middle of the two, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't like super arguing that it was definitely going to be complex. I was happy to. No, go no, it's fine. It's fine. It was valid, but I just think it's interesting to kind of compare and contrast because if you have. Because we never normally have a situation where you have lots of different father figures for this yeah, year. Yeah. You can see what's different about them. Um, and this is quite like a unique story in that sense of like how much. I would also say, I think Lan is more of a brother figure for Rand than a father figure. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they, I mean, they have that conversation where he, he basically goes, you know, we're, we're a lot alike and, don't, mm -hmm. and people will be destroyed around you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it doesn't, it's it not, feels like, I mean, then again, uh, you know, um, I think Lan takes a step away from being a father figure. He does it a little bit in the first book and book or two, like especially kind of. Is it right at the end of the first book or right at the beginning of the second book? Right at the beginning of the second one. Right at the beginning of the second one. Right, like, and, and he teaches him how to interact with the Amaralyn. Yes, that's exactly. quite a father. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's quite a father yeah. figure thing to do. And later on in the book, right at the end. Um, it could also be like an older brother, like a, like yeah, a, yeah. Like an older brother that's like ten years older than you. But he's like, I'm not taking responsibility for yeah. you. I'm just going to give you some hints. But there's like, clearly something very heartfelt in Rand because he says yes. to Lan, "You were the you were the man who taught me to stand." Mm. Yeah, he. I think Rand wants Lan to be a father figure, and Lan doesn't want to be a father figure, but felt like, you know, it was the right thing to do. At the time, it's an Obi Wan Kenobi Anakin Skywalker situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them is like, I'll be your brother. <laughs> I'll help you, but I'm not going to be your dad. It's definitely because Moiraine is sort of holds back from Rand from being yeah. a sort of guiding figure. So Lan sort of steps in and mm. to the point where Moiraine questions his loyalties. Because why are you involving yourself in, in Rand? That's like, it's because he's a small baby and he needs. Yeah. I have to say there's, some, there's something about it, it like being a ma like a manly thing for Lan. It's not so much like I'm your parent. It's like I, you're one of my I soldiers and I want to teach you how to be a man sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. 
so many dads. Yeah. Well, I don't think Lyle has the emotional capacity to dad him at that point either. No, no, no. I think you can make an argument that maybe some of Rand's, like, you know, death light as a, fe a feather, duty heavier than a mountain. I, I think it helped him, but you could argue it contributed to some of his sort of self-torturing. It helps at, like, the beginning, I think. A coping mechanism is only helpful when it helps you cope. <laughs> when it just stops helping you is when it becomes a bad thing. I, I just, I don't think it ever stops helping him. I think even, even when he's facing madness, I think it helps him to visualize sure. it as a task. Hmm. Otherwise he would just off himself. Yeah, I think the problem with it is because it becomes like all consuming and he doesn't have other coping mechanisms he just has this one yeah because no one else is taught in different ways exactly yeah um any yeah. other parent figures for rand <laughs> i'm just like uh i'm sure that there are more um oh i know uh that guy the chief of the ale that's exactly what i was gonna say uh don't remember not. his name he was pretty funny though he was maybe the funniest most of the jokes yeah, um, all the jokes that nobody else ever gets. Yeah, and he's just like, I'm searching, and I think it's Rook. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I don't know how to pronounce it because it's got too many R's in it. And mm. it's that guy. He's the chief of the ale. That's it. Yeah, of the um, the the same clan as Avinda, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I I don't remember. I agree with you. Yeah, I think he, I think he, I'm pretty sure he is. Is it, is um, it the uh, Go Goshen? Yeah. Um, oh, apparently I definitely spelt it wrong. Oh, there we go. Uh, no, I did spell it wrong. Okay. Uh, Real time wiki. I don't know. I don't, um, I think he's a pretty valid dad. I think he tries to help Rand. I don't know if Rand always listens to him. From what I remember, he tries to give Rand advice and Rand sometimes like, I'm going to ignore it. And sometimes he's like, I'm going to listen to you. Right? Yeah, I, I think it's... Is, is it is it Bale rather than... Oh. They both, they both do. But I always got the impression that Rand cared way more about Burke's opinion. Let me... I don't remember. I remember him sometimes listening to him and sometimes not. Yeah. I think it was it was a lot more about like the difference between how Ryan was raised and the ale culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did he fit into that and what ways that he was going to challenge them and what ways they were going to challenge him. Oh, I did uh, that right. I added an extra R. Yeah, it's a rock. Or how, how rock, it's yeah. yeah. But I, I, always, I always thought that um, him and Bale were quite close. Yeah, I think um, there's quite a lot of complicated relationships. Yeah, yeah. In I, I, I don't think there's really enough to give a dad no. rating, to be fair, for me. Yeah, I'd probably put him down as, if I didn't, I don't think I would go flatlining because we do see them interact quite a lot. Mm. And I do get the impression that he does also care about Rand. Maybe not necessarily in the same way that some of the other people would do. I, I, I yeah, would, I think it's more. I, I, would go with, I would go with Bale over Rock, uh, father figure, because um, when they're starting to go into the wastes, Bale is sort of welcoming Rand to um, the clan hold, and it's sort mm. of like, this is your home away from home, you know, you're returning. Mm. 
I mean, do, do we have to? I, I associate rock ro more, more with parents. Yeah, that's. I yeah, but I mean, like, they both be. So. Question mark. <laughs> Let's say flatliners, since we can't agree, and I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Okay, flatliners, Danny's. Sure. Turn down her judgment. Uh, what else? Other some of the dads. There's look. There is a dad who brought his child to the Black Tower to let when he was learning how to channel. I don't know what that. <laughs> Lots of them do, but there's one. There is one that they focus on. Apparently. Um, according to something that I read online, which may not be true, the kid is supposed to be, you know, um, uh, Berger. Oh, yeah. And he's been reborn, and like her, she her him in Romeo. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the, the kid is is him. Hmm. Oh, to be M much okay. as I'm a bit mixed on on him as a character, um, and Androl is a, a bit of a dad to the. Uh, oh. Yeah, he totally is. Andrew is the cute, the guy with the little the little portals. You love him. I don't remember their names, but I love their relationship. It's great. Oh. Yeah. Is he a grandpa? Isn't he? Or is he? Is no, he no, dad? no. He's, he's more of a dad, I, I think. Yeah, I think he's just he's just quite a bit older than a lot of yeah. the other that comes to the Black Tower and. Yeah. A bit more like steady he's done a lot of different things in his life yeah right i'd say i am um, in terms of like yeah i, I would say valid but i just like him i mean he, he is valid but he's he's got like heapings and heapings of sanderson favoritism going and it's like oh my god he's so worldly and he knows all these things and he's so mild-mannered and even it's like oh god okay i get it sanderson had to like write his own characters yeah have he, a little he thing didn't have to write it like that though <laughs> True. I like he's not very powerful, which is so. something that I like. Like he's not he's not a powerful guy, but he knows lots of things and he's clever enough to like try and use his power in cool ways. Um yeah. and that's what I like about him. What about um uh god I can't pronounce uh Noel, who's revealed to be we won't go who he's revealed to be, but he's he's pretty good with Olga. You have to tell me who it is because I don't know. Oh um, yeah. yeah. No, He's so pretty good with Matt as well, to be yeah. fair. He does try to like subtly, but not really obviously, slightly dad Matt. Yeah. So that's a uh, Noel Sharin. The yeah. random dude that Matt just sort of like picks up in every dar, who like knows a bunch of stories and hangs out with the them, and he's really good at like riding horses and like. He ta he tags along with Tom and Matt to the tower. And he's the guy. Nope. Yeah. He's not, he's not like a big important character, no, no, no. but he's like quite fun. Yeah. I like I'm really sorry. Absolutely, there's nothing. I'm no, opening no. the file in my brain and there's nothing that's like. Well, in in, any, in any case, I think he's got an obvious rating. He's complex because he does abandon his family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um Fair. I think he, he does he's got a little bit of like a kind of Matt slash Tom like fear of yeah. Oh, commitment. I yeah, see yeah. commitment. But does always do good stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Complex. Um, I think that's fine. Yeah, cool. Um, when are we going to get around to rating Matt as a dad? Because this is like the thing that I'm most invested in. Oh, okay. So, so, sure. so Matt, Matt is valid. Okay, are we going to go with that? Yeah. All right. Um, your reasoning, please, sir. Um, 
I would say it's because Matt is exactly the kind of dad that works for someone like Olga. Mm. I'm not I'm not necessarily saying that like Matt in, knows this intuitively. It's just a, a serendipitous fact that they align very well. But given what Olga's been through and his sort of backbone that's sort of trying to develop, but there's a lot of pain mm. there, uh, a, a too daddish of a dad would would not be a good thing. Yeah, it would drive him away, I think, probably. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, don't I think I think Matt is um, I, I agree I think Matt is a good fit for Olva I think he, he he's not deliberately trying to do a dad which is fine that's not necessarily a requirement but he puts Olva in quite a bit of danger he does um, Happy to which I'm not sure is appropriate for that level of child because he's quite young but he, he <laughs> Olva wants to I'm oh, sorry there's noise outside over like races into that danger as well sure so the situation's like some of it i'm kind of a bit more okay with like the horse racing aspect like matt just knows that Olga's just going to run off and do it anyway at least I'm, I'm you know i can supervise this in some way and i can put him on a horse that i trust and then also i make a bunch of money out of it, which yeah, is yeah. that's fine let's be honest um yeah um and he does a lot of stuff for Olver that I don't think Olver quite like realizes, mm. like getting him all those like reading and writing lessons, yeah, yeah. And, like, um, having all those like uncles, as it were, in yeah. the back that are all willing to look out for him. But he does slip through the cracks quite a bit. I think there are points in the, especially in the later, like towards the very end, where there's nobody who seems to be like. Who's holding the baby? Who's holding all the? Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I think that's right. I, I, I mean, I, as Matt becomes more and more involved in his responsibilities, mm. especially toward the end, he does sort of become more Noel's responsibility. Yeah, and I don't think Matt really makes a plan for it. He doesn't go, okay, well now I have to go off and do this thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All with me. He's just like, he's not going to come because it's too dangerous. And then he's like, cool, go and do this. And you're like, yeah. Did you find the babysitter? Did you, did you say where he was supposed to be when you got back? Sure, sure. I, I, I guess for me, I'm, I'm inclined toward valid because of my reasoning before, but also when we start off with Olver, he's on a murder path. He's like yeah. got a dagger in his hand. He's like, I'm just going to chase the eel and, and avenge my family. Mm, and yeah. to bring a young boy out of that, to me, yeah. is enough to be valid. Mm-hmm. I think I'd still put him down as as complex, but not like. Mm. Where's the top end of complex? It's yeah, not like, like it's it's more it's not it's not so much that he's a bad dad. It's just that Matt is not he is not. I don't think he sees himself as Olver's father, so he doesn't necessarily think about who's babysitting Olver. Sure. He's yeah. like this is the kid I'm looking after. It's not it's not so much that he. Uh he's just not quite taking all of the responsibility maybe that you would expect for a father figure to have. Um, particularly for, for like a kid as young as Olva. Like if Olva was a bit older, I'd be like, it doesn't matter so much who's babysitting him if he's like a 50 year old in that kind of time. Yeah. Because Or even like if he was 12, like yeah. in this kind of world where probably kids are expected to do a lot more at that sort of age, that would be more fine. But he's like, what, like eight? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. quite young. Um, and it's not it's not it's not that Matt is being deliberately bad or that he is doing anything wrong he's just not 
he's just not doing enough. He's not got the experience, maybe, like, yeah. no... And he's only, what, like, 20 at the end of the yeah. book, so when this is sure. happening? We wouldn't expect you, like, to, to, be, to be all that good at that, even then, mm. like, even, even if you had a child, there'd only be, like, two or whatever at that yeah. age. I think um, um, the, the only the only counterpoint I'd say to that is that um, he does step in and go, no, you're not coming to the Tower of Snakes and Foxes. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, I like I don't think that he's completely like abdicating responsibility or anything. Sure. No, he no, 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 no. does do a lot for Oliver, and he does want to make the responsible choice when he's like sure, kind of. Sure. I think. But yeah. I think happen is that because they've spent so much time with Oliver in the band with Matt and then like Talmanes and all the others. Yeah. And they like kind of in a way because there's so many adults around that's picked up the slack yeah yeah sure matt maybe hasn't realized some of the times where you know it's just stop flipping through the cracks it's not a bad thing it's just yeah. he like and i don't doubt that he could be a great dad or like he doesn't have it within him and the connection he made with oliver is really great he just needs somebody to take him aside and be like matt who's holding the baby yeah. <laughs> do you know where your Oliver is have you made plans for him he's only like eight I, I, guess, eat? I guess the reason I like uh, I like him maybe maybe it comes from like a, a male thing as well I think he's he's good at um rescuing Oliver from being coddled too much by the by the female characters that sort of surround him in a sense yeah like I think but I always felt that that was much more of a kind of reaction to like whether like noticing that Oliver was going to kind of maybe end up a bit like him and it, with his relationship yeah trying to stop that from happening more than necessarily thinking like you know this is gonna be good for Oliver it's just more like that's going to be bad for him sure. you know well, like, I mean his rationale is that uh, the his charms that are working at the moment aren't going to work when he's older and, and they don't think yeah. of him as a cute kid. He just doesn't want to turn him into a perv, I think, is also. Yeah, he yeah, yeah exactly. He's, wor he's worried he'll become some, like, lecher. Or... Yeah. yeah. I think uh, my view of the, the, like, Matt being responsible for Oliver thing is very coloured by what happens to Oliver, like, right at the end, which is maybe a bit harsh for me because it is, like, this massive chaotic sure, sure. down, and probably there's plenty of kids that are getting... Sure, sure. Situations. It's just that the, Oliver's the one that we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's fair. Um, and yeah. uh, it's not he's... Really Matt's fault, though. It's still. Oh. It shouldn't be happening to the small child. <laughs> so, should we, should we move on from the dad's thing? I think we've got. Sure. Yeah. No, there's nobody else left. I thought of somebody funny earlier, and now it's completely gone. Who was it? Um, okay, I, we'll more round related stuff but that's going to get into full on spoiler mode so I think maybe we can sure. let's do spoilers if you want yeah Ooh. I guess we have to do a loud slurp now we have a cup yeah. of tea <laughs> as is tradition on this podcast yeah. I mean we are got to have it like really noisy can we do it closer to the mic <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so we're going to be going to full spoilerinos. Yep. Sure. Who so, was that guy you were talking about earlier? What <laughs> I didn't fucking remember. The, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. The guy who turns out to be Jane Fastrider. Oh. Yeah, I didn't. I don't remember. <laughs> I felt like that bit was always a little bit 
disappointing because she doesn't like Rand is the big fan of Jane Frostrider, right? Like he read the book a bunch, and then it's like he doesn't really meet Noel, and it doesn't really know anything about him. Yeah, I guess it's it's sad in a way, but I think <laughs> I, it makes sense in the sense that the, the next person to be sort of Jane Farstrider is probably Matt, in the sense that yeah. he's going to go off to Shan Chan and and navigate the this, the new world and stuff like that. Yeah. I think there's a bit of a cautionary. I don't think Matt's going to write a book about it though. He's not that kind no, of no, no, no person. But yeah. Um, not, not judging by the letter he sends to Elaine, which is a little bit too Sanderson-y, but it's still uh, a good yeah. approximation, I think, of what uh, how Matt might write. Yeah, Sanderson, it does admit that he kind of did fuck up Matt a bit, hmm. which I said because I'm like, he did fuck up Matt a bit, didn't he? I, I find it funny that he told, obviously, we're not, we're not getting um, the original season one actor for, for Matt yeah. anymore. But I like the fact that Sanderson actually told him, like, just don't do it like I did. <laughs> Just take, take some humility to, to, to admit that. Just was frozen again. She has, she has. Otherwise she'd be talking more about Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back. You know what I you guys are saying, right, Danny? Can you hear me still? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, next time you're going to think rude. Yeah, you shouldn't have warned us about that. Now we're not going to slag you off. Oh. <laughs> Shame, I'll just miss out on. I don't know. Well, it wasn't really sagging me off, it was just Danny being like, Do you know that's Brown and Sanderson? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I do. So, where do, where do you want to start then? Um, okay, so like, I was just like, Let's make a quick list of all the spoiler arena stuff that we want to do. We've got to talk more about Tam, sure. sure, and we've got to talk about uh, Rand's actual biological father, who I already know what rating I'm going to give. Sure. Um, and but I don't know if there, is there anything else that people want that's like super spoilerino heavy. Oh, um, Lewis through what's no not that that's yeah yeah. <laughs> I, I think, 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 think that's gonna be a pretty yeah it's gonna be a pretty easy determination with Lewis Theron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was it. That was your thing, you know. Okay. Cool. Um. There's not really like there's not really any dads for like um two on. Like this not had it she has the uh, the the general guy um, oh, she, she does. quite close to and, and that brings that keeps a If toy. we're gonna talk about mummy issues, we should definitely talk about two on. Oh god, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll save her for the mum podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to her in the show as well. I like kind of I kind of hate her, but I kind of love the her. The Empress? No, two on. I, oh. I, I really, really like two on, and, and I actually get kind of frustrated when I go on like Reddit, for example, and they're talking about like, it's absolutely unacceptable. You cannot like this character because they come from a, a culture that has slavery. And I'm like, <laughs> this really, really narrow minded way of looking at the Shangchan culture. Um, yes, it's bad, but that doesn't mean that all the characters therefore have to be written off and like they cannot be empathized with or. or talked about i just think she's really interesting yeah she is how she likes yeah. plot and her relationship with matt is just like i yeah. like how she's very different from matt in that she just what like matt's not really like he's got like we said he's got adhd he doesn't really pay attention to what other people are doing whereas two ones all about like what is this person's intentions it's like a, and, and, yeah. and he brings out a side of her that um 
she doesn't get to indulge very often. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of spontaneity and like. Yeah. She's like, sure, I'll marry this guy. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing nothing else today on this Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she's pretty fun. She's like, some weird bird flew over his head twice. Like, Scott, I mean, he's the one, right? Like, hmm. Yeah. So she's like, well, let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, is it, should we just start with her, like, relationship with that general? Because like, I don't think that's really that important. No, it's not. It's, it's I don't even a, remember it. So. An, an instance of some closeness and some fondness from her when she, because she, she can come across as a bit cold, obviously. But mm. um, those little moments where you go, actually, she does care about other people and remember. Uh, things about me, so. yeah I mean I wouldn't really say that it is I mean it's not daddish other figure situation really like it's just you know there's a, a older man in her life that she yeah. knows no so it's not daddish it's just something that I, I always remember sure. yeah we'll highlight her since people don't like her we'll be like we like to on we're going to take a controversial <laughs> position here that we like this character yeah this is this character that wants to perpetuate slavery <laughs> <laughs> Is she prepared to give up slavery if it benefits her? <laughs> um, I think she. I think she. She would. She. I think she probably could. I don't think she's ideologically um, wedded to it. No, not by the wedded end of the to series. it. Yeah. No. yeah. I think also she's such an interesting character as well because even by the end of the series, you're like not fully one hundred percent happy with who she is as a person. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. This is. This is like a lot of idea fuel for stuff that could happen afterwards, even though it's never going to get written. It could be like, yeah, which I don't, I don't want to happen either. What for people to write it? Either for people to write it or for shows to be about it. Okay. I'm, I'm well, not just... even happy about an Age of Legends thing, which is rumored. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. But let's not let's not get distracted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't don't go on now. I would watch that though. I'd be loads like, what bullshit is this gonna be? I, I just want the work. flying cars to be like bugs. Sure. I just yeah. want I want that shit in sanity. That would be great. Yeah. Anyway, right, yes. So Rand. Rand and his his dad's his many colors. Sure. Most of <laughs> Rand and uh, his dad's as many colours and <laughs> backgrounds. Yeah. Um uh, do you guys do you, do you want to do more on town or do you want to do because I feel like there's a very brief thing to say about his actual biological dad it was a Joseph and his dream coat, coat joke by the way I, I never yeah, know we all got that. Is, it, is it Janduin or Yanduin his, his I, I would have gone with Janduin but yeah. who knows um, I, I I'm putting him down as a just no because the whole like right the whole thing with Rand right like Born of the Dragon Marrow all that stuff mm. blah 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 Dragon Reborn shit only happens because he lets his pregnant wife go into battle and oh yeah it's true but she, she, <laughs> she, yeah, you can't you can't assume i mean she was going to do that no but there's a the explicit bit in the book where it says that he could never say no to her and so he would have stopped her but if it would have been like anybody else oh, it, it, it says he could never because he's the no chief right of of their yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan. so he actually does have the authority to say You've got to stay at home. Okay, okay. So, I think. Yeah, I, I would just say I place uh, at least equal responsibility on mum. Oh, I 100% also yeah. do. They're not rate right her because it's not. She's not a great mum. <laughs> She's not a great mum either. She's on podcast. She'd be down. At... Least my, how old was he? Five year old. Can leave my five and have 
five-year-old with my psychopath husband who tried to murder me. <laughs> Just run off and then I'm gonna like go into battle whilst I'm pregnant with my next child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great idea, you know. Yeah, so, she so had, I, she, I, can, I, can, I can agree with you there, I guess. Her problem was that she was a she was a tool of destiny and she didn't really have a lot of control over sure. I guess. To be fair, yeah, I, I feel like this was inevitable it would have happened anyway, but I can still judge him because I like Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, they're like tools of destiny. We don't see a lot about them, um, really. I mean, their actions are that of an insane person. Um, yeah. But how much of that is the pattern making them act like crazy people because it needs them to? Um, how much is it that they just genuinely are crazy people? Yeah, we don't know. I feel like this is the kind of conversation that would have been taking place in the White Tower at some point. They just is some ace lady sitting around being all philosophical, being like, how much of our actions are our actual choices? <gasps> that, I know what other question we can ask us each other. What colour I stayed I would we be? Oh, I think I've now fully come to accept my fate, Danny, that I would be a brown. A brown <laughs> I think I, 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 I'm somewhere between yellow and, uh, and white. Yeah, no, you'd de- you definitely be white, I think, because... Um, you just you like talking about like interesting theories, debating and that stuff. I figure the therapy thing is is a bit more yellowy, so it's it it's, is definitely it's, it's somewhere somewhere there in that spectrum. Yeah, you might have to wait for the yellow argent to become a little bit more enlightened about the yeah yeah sort of put a couple of stitches in this plaster on top of something and yeah, it'll yeah. situation. If we have to address mental health in the White Tower, they'll be like, "Well, we can't teach the way we teach it." Um. Tam, let's go back to Tam. Yeah, let's go back to Tam. Tam, like, he's a babe. He's best dad. He's great. Um, he, so he adopts, he adopts Rand, um, and he keeps it a secret. He keeps it shh with his wife. Um, and isn't there some rumours that Rand, like, Rand isn't actually his kid or something like that? And he, like, shuts all that down and stuff? Or, I can't remember. Um, I don't, uh, I think they, there's... They know that Rand is not born in the two rivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came back him with his wife, the baby. But I don't know how much talk that is in terms of like other people other than Rand suspecting that Tam isn't his real biological mm-hmm. father. Yeah, I, I think the oh, only think... the only rumors that seem to go on about Tam is why hasn't he remarried? Oh yeah, that's true. yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, they because they talk about it. They they talk about it and they say like they loved each other a lot. Yeah, isn't it? Because he was worried about that. And they're like, no, they loved each other loads. They would never cheat on each other, whatever. Indeed. And also, then he'd probably have to be like, uh, "Tears, new wife. I think my kid might be the dragon reborn." <laughs> <on the dragon. laughs> like, um, but funny. you know, it's cool. You just keep that on the down though, right? Um, Deal. don't tell her i'm sure they won't come back to bite you in the butt at some other point yeah no he's a great dad he um he because you, you kind of you're worried that he's dead right at the, yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the first book um and then you're like oh thank god he's not dead when you flash back to two rivers or whatever yeah um he was he was a soldier was he like a captain he was some kind yeah. of he was so it was pretty up there yeah yeah. He wasn't like a general or anything. He probably no, wouldn't have got general. that high. He was like a peasant captain, yeah. or whatever. Um, but he did pretty good. And he has a cool sword. Um, well, yeah, he's a blade master, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And, and his sword was um, powerful as well, right? Yeah. Um, and you're like, well, there's, there's more backstory there than we ever get told about that. Mm-hmm. 
I assume he just, I assume he got given it and they were like, this is a power forge sword rather than he oiled, ordered it from. Well, you, could, you can't get them. From Amazon. <laughs> like, um, yeah, but I don't know. Is that like some? That there must be some kind of like tale of adventure, right? Because he could have become a blade master because he's just really good at, with swords, and they were like, "Cool, you can be a blade master here. Have this sword." But the fact that it's powerful, which made me think that he probably killed a blade master, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah, he definitely killed a blade master. <laughs> That's <how it's> <laughs> I think that there's an interesting sort of shift. I don't know how you guys think about Tam, but when at the start of the book, I get like a, like there's more sadness in Tam mm. at the start of the story. And he's sort of yeah. just bobbling along, managing the farm, being a dad to Rand. It's all kind of about being determined, dutiful, flame in the void, sort of coping. Mm. And then once shit hits the fan and he has like an active role that he has to play in the two rivers he sort of li livens up yeah um and yeah. I, i've always found that quite interesting like i wonder what being raised with a father who has that sort of slightly melancholy is always behind me sort of thing and i'm, I'm just sort mm -hmm. of grinning and bearing it how that mm -hmm. influences Rand's sort of stoicism Ooh. I think the flame in the void stuff definitely does influence it because that's such an important part of how Rand copes very early on. Mm -hmm. But I also never really necessarily got quite as much of that vibe as you were okay. because I think Tam at the beginning is is a bit of a not necessarily a non-character. His just personality isn't explored very much because you know he just he gets kind of injured or whatever and is like unconscious for like the vast majority of the time you see him in that section. Yeah. Also it must be kind of boring running a farm every day. I mean every day will be different but he's been doing this for what 18 years? Imagine maybe. And for somebody who who left to become a soldier mm -hmm. um, to get a bit of excitement or whatever. Maybe he was just a bit bored with his life. Yeah I, I guess I just get a vibe of like he comes across as quite authoritative at the, at the beginning of the story. There's, oh, kind, yeah. of a, there's kind of a like if he said boy in front of Rand, Rand would immediately go, yes, father. There, there's, there's that kind of dynamic. Um, and he can be a bit playful. Like, I think he, he molly, mollifies the, the women that are saying, oh, you should marry this person, that person. He sort of goes, yes, yes. And, and he jokes about Matt and stuff. But yeah, I, I guess I, I got some kind of sense or vibe of, of sadness or melancholy, but that might just be me. always got because it's very also colored from Rand's point of view all the learning about him at the beginning I kind of got the sense that Rand was quite content in a way with his life oh yeah yeah he was content yeah for sure that rubs up on my rubs up on my view of Tam as well I'm like sure. just to like sit in their farm yeah he's just chilling he's just chilling and maybe he's not like not worrying about the rest of the world yeah I, 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 I just find it interesting that uh, Rand and Tam aren't in Emmonfield. Mm. They're actually quite a ways away. Yeah, they are quite far. Sort of isolated, and and, and that lends me to be, oh, okay, what's going on here? That's I, I, I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, you know, any dad copes with the circumstances and the personality that you have, but um, I, I think there is something there that's not quite. Uh, yeah, we're a happy family, sort of thing. Maybe, yeah. I think it's partly also they're far away because. I get the sense that 
Tam trying to protect Rand even more, like mm, mm, mm. being like, if we're as I want them to be see Dan, like Rand every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, I think something will happen to him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, but. Mm, there's there's yeah. also hints that, that Rand sort of before the series starts is maybe more mischievous and more Matt like than. Mm. So that there's a sort of a, okay, let's limit the, the amount of, uh, of nuisance you can get into and sort of let Matt influence you. Yeah, he's kind of, Rand's kind of like the, the balance point in between Perrin and Matt, right? Like Perrin's yeah. like ever sensible, do the right thing kind of person. He's stick, just stick yeah. in the mud. You can say it, Jules. I don't like Perrin and we know this. I, I love Perrin, so. I know. <laughs> I like Perrin. He can, but like, like I said, he can get a bit intense with how yeah. rigid he is. Yeah, um, and like Rand's kind of in between. Like he enjoys yeah. kind of doing mischievous stuff with Matt, but he's not the one that's going to ever instigate it. Really, he's going to yeah. go along with the plan. Yeah. Um, but if instead he's spending the day with Perrin, he's also perfectly happy. He's just, you know, he's just pretty content at the beginning. He just like kind of just what did, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it's telling that he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want to leave the two no. So, that, I mean, that clearly indicates that he's, he's and it's not from yeah. insecurity, it's, you know, I like my life. Yeah. And Matt's a bit more excited about it, and Perrin's just, like, also kind of on the don't want to leave side. And the Queen's like, get me the fuck out of here! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um... Yeah. Anyway, um, the whole bit with um, later on with him and oh, he comes in. And you're like, oh, it's a se- uh, finally a sane person. Yeah. Oh, so nice. And he's like, like oh, if I was wrong, and I was like, everything's terrible. Yeah, but he's also I, that whole bit because it's it's Captain that sets it up, and then when Man finds out about that, he goes completely mental. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then almost lashes out Tam. And then you're like, oh, good, you you didn't. You kind of held back on that. And now you're having an emotional crisis that is saving the world. So thank you, Tam, for turning up and instigating this emotional crisis that he's been holding back for a little bit too long, maybe. Um, yeah. It's, he needed to open the floodgates somewhat. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know like how much of that is Tam and how much of that is just the scenario if that makes sense yeah I mean sure. it's it's Rand confronting what he was about to do mm. and, and so Tam's sort of a passive participant in that I would actually say that the more meaningful thing that Tam does is um when he helps Rand adjust to uh wielding a sword with one hand and mm. has, they have a conversation about, no, you have to have a why. You have to have a why to what you're doing. It's not enough to do what must be done, your duty. You have to have mm. a why to believe in, which is kind of an extension of the veins of gold moment. Yeah. Um, but it's not, as, I, I, th- I don't think it's as significant in terms of like plot point. Sure. I just I thought think it's also okay. good for Rand to be reminded that he is a person and he has a dad who loves him. He's not just the dragon reborn yeah. mechanism of change in the world. 
yeah he's allowed to have feelings and allowed to have personal connections with other people who care about him um and i think that's what tam does and that's what that's you know it's his his dad he's doing his purpose which is Mm -hmm. to support his kid Mm. and it's obviously if tam had been a shitty dad and Rand didn't like him very much. I don't think oh, no, no. <laughs> it would turned out anywhere near the same, right? So it's implicit yeah. that I respect, trust, and will listen to this guy. Exactly. <laughs> and he's all, he's like able to shed the Dragon Reborn persona, which I think is very restricting and painful for Rand. Yeah. He can just be Rand Alfor with his dad again. Yeah. Because he's kind of lost that with almost everybody by that point. Even like Nynaeve, he can't really. Yeah. Himself. No. The, the only people he can are, are, are when he's with Min, Elaine, and Avienda. Yeah. And, and Even not necessarily them. I don't think Avienda, maybe. She, I think she sees him too much as a savior for the ale, which I think he also feels like pressure. Min, I think, probably the most. Yeah, Min for sure. Uh, Min and Tan, probably. I'm disappointed by how little Rand and Avienda stuff we actually get in the books. I think. Yeah, yeah. I found her really. <laughs> I, I think the the uh, I mean I most people prefer uh, Min and uh, mm. I do as well. But I think um, and I also actually like the stolen kisses stuff with Elaine in the Stone of Tear. But um, the journey into the Aiel wastes w- between Avienda and Rand. I think it's really good relationship building. Actually, I quite like their sort of will they won't they Sundere sort of thing that they. Yeah, pretty up. funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just like, just have a conversation, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can avoid a confrontation. I mean, if she can avoid a conversation, she will. She's yeah. just passive aggressive somebody until they die. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I just felt like she didn't get kind of like equal. She doesn't get, you know, she doesn't get equal. Uh, we don't get enough of her to. Um... Also, yeah. like, pretty brutal how it turns out with her as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, like, oh, wow, okay. Um, like, with her feet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is very horrible. Um, Danny's making a face like she doesn't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> like, in the, the last battle, she um, gets like seriously injured and she loses her feet. Yeah. Oh, but I think I always got that as kind of like a um, conclusion of her journey away from being. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but still, it was pretty. It's just quite it was like pretty unnecessary. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, her her bit with um going back to Rudy is really good. Yeah, I don't and dad anymore, but I just that's one of my favorite bits that that's that's um you know as whatever shit i say about sanderson he did well there yeah uh, i think so. i just don't i think i i think what i find annoying is her relationship with rand i really? think i like her as a coach yeah like i said she just needs to use her words please yeah but, but I think the, re- the reason I like, like that. so the reason i like her is i sort of view her as um Egwene with the humility that I'd like to see in Egwene, where when she fucks up, Avienda will admit to her mistake. She'll do it begrudgingly, but yeah. she will more readily. And I mm. kind of like that. Oh no, yeah, I like her as a character. Yeah. She's good. I, I saw her as most like Rand of the three. Yeah. yeah. Of interests. Yeah. Party-wise, but I don't know if that's just. 
kind of we'll have a conversation about emotions and it's just the two of them all having a conversation yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) I I I think I also really just like I'm trying to think of the reasons why I really like Avienda and her relationship with Elaine is definitely a big part of that as well so I think I think that colors me in a positive bias towards her yeah I don't yeah I think I don't I don't I know I said I also that. don't really like Elaine that much by the end. I like her a lot at the beginning and then she just gets kind of annoying. I can understand that. We should bring this back to dads. We're going to have to cut all Sorry, we're just going to start talking about other junk. Um, okay, so we've talked about Tab. We've talked about how he performs his function as a dad. He's a good dad. He's a good By performing for Rand. his function as a dad, he does save the entire world. So. He does. He's a good anchor for Rand. He holds him to his like person, being a person. Feelings and shit. It's good. Excellent. Yeah. Are there any others? I I can't think of any others. Lewis, what's his face? Not the journalist. Lewis Barron. Oh, Lewis Barron. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, 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 bad bad dad, but I guess not completely his fault. Not completely his fault, but like, there's not much coming back from that, right? There's not much coming back from murdering all of your children. (laughs) You, You could maybe make an interesting argument about. Lose their in parenting Rand a bit mm, in, the, in, the, mm. in the more lucid moments. I, I, I think there's an interesting synergy there, but it's less parenty and more like oh god, we're in the same body. Say. I don't think it. Um, I don't think it would. It would stack up for parental guidance. Oh no, no, no! Certainly not. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he yeah, does try yeah. to occasionally be like what are you doing that's that's stupid but also like he never actually really gives advice he's just like don't do that that's bad <laughs> well, he, 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 like he, am i real is this real What's he's, a, he's a significant part of the conversation in veins of gold i really don't remember that he starts to say like oh yeah if, if if we go through with this and we don't destroy everything maybe i can make amends for my mistakes let's do yeah this. Mm. There, there is a sort of a but at the same time Luce Theron is the guy god where is it um Rand and and co are in like a mansion or a state or something and yeah uh, Shadowspawn come and yeah. Luce Theron takes over and Rand's just like channeling and w- causing destruction helter skelter and he can't stop him so clearly you know there's some bad stuff from Luce Theron as well yeah, oh, I remember that, yeah. Um, and he does all of this stuff that Rand's never seen before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and goes off the deep end every time Rand uses Balefire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is, like, pretty exciting, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, he's not just no. Should we say just no, or at least complex? He must be complex. Oh, no, he's, he's, I think just no. Just, just no. Yeah, I think just no. <laughs> Yeah, not much, not much coming back from murdering all your children. Even though you get driven insane, so it's not exactly your your fault, but yeah, it happened. Cool. I think that's it. I think that's all of them. All of the right. ones I can think of. Mm-hmm. I there are more. There, I mean, there's what's a face's dad, the Amberlin seat, um, the Amberlin seat's dad. I can't remember his name. What Suen's dad? Yeah, yeah. she's like my dad had a fishing boat. Yeah, like, yeah, cool. Uh, who teaches me all the swear words? I'm gonna go with Ballad then. I mean, honestly, <laughs> fisherman dad, you want him to teach all the swear words? Yeah, teach all the swear words. Uh, 
I think that's it. Yep, I'm pretty sure that's it. So call it. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, we did. We're going to watch the TV show and then we're going to yep. and maybe do another episode, but it probably won't be anywhere near as long because this is going to be a beefy one. I think. I think we could just cut out the stuff where we don't talk about dads. Oh, yeah, we definitely can. But it's still going to be pretty long. Yeah. Um, cool. Thank you all for listening. Um, if you've made it this far, congrats. <laughs> Good job. You get a gold star on your homework. Um, and uh, if you want to, I, I mean, technically, I think we still have a Twitter. I don't know if it's been checked in the last six months, but. I haven't done anything on it. No, me neither. Uh, we write the dads. And then um, we've got email address. We write the dads at gmail.com, which I have checked in August. So, you know, I might get back to you eventually if you email me. It's cool. All right. Thank you very much for having me. You're very welcome. You, you were in, integral to this. Podcast. Yeah, we would. I wouldn't have remembered half of this without you. I, 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 I kind of want to have a podcast uh, that's just about splurging about the series as well. You can have one. Yeah. You can do it. Pretty easy to do. Should organise one. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I guess I'll see you guys when it comes to the show. Bye. Bye.